Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! Indeed, thank you for the enthusiastic yes, and welcome back, Ned Flanders. That's what you get when you wake up in Vegas. Welcome back to the studio. We'll start with the introductions there. Welcome, my friend. Hey, thank you, thank you. It's, it's great to be back on the most comprehensive fantasy football show there is on the Unhinged Radio Network. You can find us every day at 8 a.m., Monday through Monday. And again, that's every day. That's every day for the folks that look confused. And I had a wonderful time in Vegas. And if we had more time, I would love to tell you more about it. But just go to TennesseeSFantasy.com. Get your T-shirt. I'm wearing mine right now. I think Ned is still in Vegas somewhere. I mean, he got his intro all kind of messed up today. All right, Greg, welcome back to you, my friend, as well. Welcome to the studio, Greg, the Juice is Loose Mayor. Ned, remember, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Keep that energy in Vegas. <laughs> unless unless it's a baby or an STD. Yes. <laughs> Oh, just follow me. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Greg underscore OJ Big OJ One. I'm not following up with you. Open the door. I just walked in. Yeah, I mean, we got a Flanders flop already. Indeed. All right. Welcome back to the studio, Doctor Jeffrey Miller, my friend. Welcome in. Hey there, fellas. Nick, welcome back. Greg, good to be back in the studio with you. Haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. And tonight on the house call, we're going to talk about a new injury. We haven't yet talked about the posterior cruciate ligament, so stay tuned for some anatomy. All right. Not the anterior, the posterior, indeed. All right. Again, we are the fantasy show of the people, so visit us, tssfantasy.com. Got all of our latest rankings that are out today. Please be sure to check us out. You can check out the merchandise as well. Um, Ned's got a T-shirt on representing TSS Fantasy. Um, everything's on Bonfire, so go check us out there. Please, We don't be a Grinch, as, as Ned always re- alludes to. Everybody wants the TSS Fantasy stuff. It just looks great. Come on, bring it. All right, don't forget, also visit us on all our social media, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever else we got. We got it. We're posting stuff, doing stuff. Send us your lineup questions. I got some lineup questions we can talk about later as well. So appreciate those. Keep those coming in 
Also, check out the uh, Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. All the great podcasts on there from wrestling to racing. Um, we have other football on there as well, other baseball, anything at all you want. We got it. Also, everyone's on the Unhinged Radio Network. So if you're hanging out in the garage or you're driving in the car, make us. We're on We're on every morning, 8 to 9 a.m., as Nick kind of fumbled through earlier. Make us part of your morning commute. We are the fantasy show of the people. And as we get things started, let's not waste our my, my man's time. He's a licensed professional. It's time for Dr. Miller's House Call. All right, let's get started with the Eagles. Can I start with Miles Sanders, Commissioner? You are, please, go right ahead, my brother. It's all yours. Awesome. So, sustained an ankle sprain during the Week 7 loss. You saw the video. He cut quickly to the left, and it was a classic inversion sprain to his right ankle. So, good news. Fracture's been ruled out. Again, the mechanism and just that classic foot turns in, lateral or low ankle sprain. Great news for the Eagles organization. He's officially listed as week-to-week. Um, but not expected to play this coming week. Indeed. And if you don't, if you're in a league that they don't have Kenneth Gainwell, please invite me next year. I want to be involved, but you can look out for Boston Scott possibly to get some of the uh, passing down uh, action as well. So look out for that on your waiver wire. Who else you got, Doc? Let's go to Las Vegas. Josh Jacobs. Last time we talked about him, I think it was his toe. And now he's got a very unusual non-disclosed chest injury. So Raiders have a week eight bye. This is good news if you're Josh Jacobs. Now, the the chest injury we keep seeing alluded to, maybe a bone bruise. That's likely what it is. Um, Certainly doesn't preclude it from being something more significant, like the cartilage there, like a fracture, maybe something happening at the sternum. Uh, But I'm going right now with a bone bruise unless we hear otherwise. According to NFL.com, he avoided anything major. Again, that's more evidence that it's just a bone bruise. And I do expect him after the bye to return for week number nine. Nice. All right. Well, good news there if you are a Raiders fan. But Kenyon Drake, keep an eye out for that as well. Who else you got, Doc? We'll stay with the Raiders and talk about Darren Waller. Uh, Missed week seven. So he was officially listed as questionable going into week seven or even a game time decision. Because he sustained, as I understand, a heel and ankle injury stepping on a teammate's foot during practice on Friday. So missed last week. Officially listed as day-to-day. But given, again, that the Raiders have an upcoming bye week, he's got over 10 days of day-to-day in order to be ready for week number nine. So I feel good about Waller's return week number nine. Yeah, you know what? Um, you know, we, we do the wake up with TSS Fantasy with the doc, and we didn't even have that. I was even on my radar, to be quite honest with you. I must have missed that somewhere. We didn't even talk about it. And then, like, lo and behold, I, he wasn't even playing. I couldn't even believe what I was. So, man, I failed the people. I'm sorry on that one. All right, doc, who else you got? So let's talk about your team. We'll keep this one short. Uh, Uh, Malcolm Brown with the Dolphins. He's been put on the injury reserve list today with a quad injury, or I guess yesterday, if you're listening to this Wednesday, with a quad injury. And there's not much available on this. So I'm going to kind of give the spectrum of possibility. If it's a mild contusion, we're looking at one to three weeks of rest. If it's mild strain, one to three weeks of rest. Um, But my thought is, if it's mild, and he could be back as quickly as one to two weeks. Why put him on the IR? This makes me wonder 
if it's something more significant, if there's some meaningful tearing going on, at which point it could be four to six months. So it is too early to speculate on Malcolm Brown until we know a little bit more. But his position on the IR does concern me. Yeah, and it's not like the Miami Dolphins running game is what you want, you want to run after and obtain as a fantasy owner. However, it's all about numbers and percentages. So if the Malcolm Brown percentages of carries go out, that just leads up to Gaskin and Salvin Ahmed. So we'll see what happens going forward. All right, who else you got, Doc? We'll talk briefly about Patrick Mahomes. I like good news. This is great. Um, everyone listening seen the highlight of him taking the knee to the helmet. This is not news. This is not surprising. But fortunately, he did clear concussion protocol scheduled to play uh, not this Sunday, but Monday on November 1st. So great news for Mahomes in Kansas City. They need him to play because, quite frankly, they're not doing very well. Yeah, that was the surprise of the weekend. That's for sure. They, they definitely got handled. All right, who else you got? So Prescott. We'll talk about Dak Prescott. Uh, sustained a calf strain on the final play of the Week 6 game. And so he appears for this post-game interview in a walking boot, which I think was a surprise to most everybody. Um, but as of today, he's now out of the boot, expected to play Sunday in Minnesota. Now, that's great news. But I do want to just add a little bit of a caveat to this. It's a right calf strain. He sustained a significant fracture dislocation of his right ankle last year. If this idea that he's re-injuring this ankle starts to creep into his head, watch for him to maybe be a little bit protective of that right side of that right ankle and maybe be a little less aggressive if he starts to scramble. All right, Dak, chill, stay in the pocket. You got weapons, brother. You, you got to do it all, man. Do you think? Easy. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who else you got? <laughs> so we talk a lot about the anterior cruciate ligament of the knee on this show. We talk a lot about ACLs because a lot of professional athletes, professional football players tear their ACL. But there's another critical ligament in the knee that doesn't get as much love. So I just want to spend a moment talking about the posterior cruciate ligament. So the PCL starts on the back of your, your lower leg bone, and it moves forward to attach to the front of your upper leg bone. So the anatomy is the posterior tibia, hence its name, to the front of the femur, the posterior cruciate ligament. Um, and Zach Wilson sustained, an, uh, excuse me, sustained a PCL sprain going to keep him on the sidelines for two to four weeks this is a win for Wilson a tear would have had him out for up to 12 months but even when he returns as you alluded to on Sunday's show he's going to feel loose he's going to feel unstable as he runs he's going to feel like there's a increased risk that that knee buckles on him the PCL is responsible for a tremendous amount of stability of the knee which is a joint that doesn't have a lot of bony structure to it and so as such, even just a little bit of extra movement or stretchiness of that PCL may make him feel incredibly unstable. So speaking of quarterbacks who probably won't be scrambling in the next couple of weeks, even when Wilson returns, he needs to stay in the pocket a little bit longer. Well, with that offensive line, that would mean I would rest him the rest of the season. Okay. <laughs> not, not That's just, crushing, just crushing me right now, bro. Just, just <laughs> I had to hit you up. I see. I seen the look on your face. I had to break you off a little bit. All right. Who else you got, Doc? Uh, we'll close the uh, house call tonight by talking about Gronk. He's missed four games with the rib fractures, four or five fractures, depending on the source, as well as the punctured lung. Now, 
Uh, word is Monday, he's hopeful that he's going to play this weekend. But my thought is, if there's a bye after this Sunday, why not give him one more game off, which gives him two more weeks of rest, which is the ultimate load management for Gronk and having him ready and healthy as we look at the second half of the season. So although he may be listed as likely to play, I personally think he's going to end up sitting out on a game-time decision. Mm. You're just crushing me tonight. That's what he's here to do. That's what he's here to do to crush your dreams. Hey, listen, the one thing I will say, too, is if you're watching or listening, um, I hope you're taking notes because I literally, like, you know, Dr. Miller, for those that didn't know, was my professor in school. So I'm literally, like, being – I'm already writing down notes like, okay, what is he going to ask me later and make me say in front of the class and make me spell in front of everyone? All right. So thank God those days are over anyway. Um, listen, everyone, check Dr. Miller out every Sunday, except for this one. Uh, my apologies, going camping this Sunday with the son. However, I'm going to hold you to some show notes for me. So when we do the house call in the morning, it'll be me just regurgitating what you're saying. So that it'll be like, I'm not a doctor, but I did sleep at a Holiday Inn Express the night prior, at least, right? All right, so anyway, check us out. Don't forget, wake up with TSS Fantasy on Sunday mornings at 7 o'clock. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, it's time for Champs or Chumps. We got Caleb from the Fantasy Football Brew Review. These aren't easy to say, fellas, I got to say. And Mike from Craft Brewed Sports. Blah, 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 blah. All right, this, I think you're meant to say those while you're drinking. That's what, that's what it is, I think, anyway. All right, Dr. Miller, again, we appreciate you. We'll be right back, guys, and we'll get Champs or Jumps on. Man, Kamish, must be hard trying to get us clowns to come together for the show. Yeah, especially keeping us motivated during the Jeffers snack breaks. It's almost like we need a counselor or someone to at least consult us because we don't know what we're doing. Luckily for us, we signed the best coach in the business, Vision Coach and Consulting. They have led the way for business professionals for over 20 years. Yeah, you know what? They offer business coaching, life coaching, and consulting services that can put you back on your track for your personal goals. You don't say, Nick. You know what? Check them out today at coachingandleading.org or on Facebook or Twitter at their handle, Coach Lead Win. Vision Coaching and Consulting, because every champion has a coach. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Champs or Chumps. Let's welcome our guest tonight. Let's first go to Caleb from the Fantasy Football Brew Review. Welcome to the studio and let our listeners know where they can find you. How's it going, guys? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the FF Brew Review and at fantasybrewreview.com. Nice. Awesome. We welcome you. Uh, good luck tonight in our game. Mike, welcome to the studio, the Craft Brewed Sports. Welcome, my brother. Let everyone know where we can find you as well. What's up, fellas? Thanks for having me on. Listen, you guys can find me at Craft B Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we go live every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, so hit us up. Uh, we drink beer, talk sports, get drunk, make stupid takes. God, I mean, I mean, with an intro like that, how can you not love? The, I mean, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. We're ready to start. Well, I'm ready to watch the show. All right, let's get it started with Champs or Chumps tonight. Here we go.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Showing your good side to the world has its rewards. When you become a plasma donor at Griffles, you'll help save lives and receive compensation for your time and effort. Up to $800 your first month. Use it for whatever you or your family may need now or in the future. You can donate plasma up to twice a week. And it's safe and simple at Griffles. Thousands of people are already doing it. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. All right, we're going to start with the quarterbacks. Let's bring up the quarterbacks, the top 10 so far in fantasy this year. Tom Brady at number one. Jalen Hurts, number two, still still doing his thing. Kyler Murray, of course, at number three. Lamar Jackson, number four. Pat Mahomes at number five. Matt Stafford, number six. Josh Allen, just coming off the bye week two, still at number seven. Eight for Aaron Rodgers, nine for Joe Burrow, ten, Justin Herbert. All right, guys, so let's start with Caleb. We're going to go with Justin Herbert. Give me the case for Justin Herbert as a champ. Okay. So, I mean, the case is right now, like you just said, he's at number 10. Josh Allen just came off the bye. So did Justin Herbert. So he's at number 10 coming off the bye. Those are the only two in the top 10. Points per game, he's the uh, quarterback number seven right now. He has elite weapons around him. And this offense is built to pass the ball. Um, they've only had two games this season where they've had over 20 rushing attempts. Even when they're running the ball, they're running it through the air. It's dump-offs to the tight ends and to Eckler and to all those guys, which Herbert's getting the points for all of that. So there's your case for Herbert. All right. Good case indeed. I like it. All right, Mike, you're up. All right, just to, just to let everyone know, Mike let me know he's a Bengals fan. And, you know, I got to throw people on their toes right when they come on. So, Joe Burrow, chump. Let's hear it. Bro, you did me so dirty on this one. It's <laughs> awful. <laughs> Listen, I'm on record as saying that Joe Burrow is going to be the best quarterback the Bengals have ever had. Like, hands down, no question about it. The dude just wins. He's constantly putting up great numbers, especially this year. He's confident. He's got the swag. He is the heart of the team. It's unreal what he's done coming back from his knee injury so quickly. He's got people actually wondering if the Bengals are a good team, which is insane. Uh, But anybody that knows the Bengals – those of the franchise is just completely cursed. So eventually everything is going to come crashing down just like it did last year on Burroughs ACL. So Burroughs either going to get hurt or he's going to fall apart or he's going to get hooked on skyline. He's going to gain like 200 pounds and it's all going to go down a drain. That's, I guess that's the only case I can make for the greatest Bengal quarterback of all time being a chump. Yeah, I mean, I think he might even be best looking, that's for sure. But Boomer, Boomer Sice, and man, I hope you're hearing this right now. Boy, <laughs> he's rolling over right now. Nick, you're back from Vegas, bro. You're up first. Who do you think won round one? Okay, I wanna, first of all, I want to know what Skyline is. Uh, then, <laughs> you'll know Skyline, uh, bro? Oh, man. No, I'm sorry. It's uh, disgusting I'll- chili on, on pasta noodles. It's gross. Uh, 
That is, that is gross. Um, you know what? Uh, Mike, uh, I hate your shirt, but I loved your response. So I'm going to pick you. Mike, you win round one. <laughs> I mean, listen, to go into to the champs and chumps and having to make a case for against your own boy. I mean, all right. That's true. We got to give it to him on that one. All right. <laughs> Round two, let's bring it up. We're going to go to running backs. All right, here comes Derrick Henry at number one. Again, you, if you listen to TSS Fantasy, we told you he was the guy. Number two, uh, Swift. Three, Jonathan Taylor. Austin Eckler at number four. Najee Harris at number five. Uh, uh, Alvin Kamara um, at six. Aaron Jones at number seven. I think he's going to really start to fall off, too. Um, Cordell Patterson at eight. Ezekiel Elliott at nine. And Leonard Fournette at ten. Um, I even threw in there at 11, a little sneaky guy that we've talked about on our show a lot, Mr. Joe Mixon. So, Mike, we're going to start with you. Give me the case for Mr. Glass. I mean, Joe Mixon as a champ. <laughs> All right, listen, man. Do you know how long I have been yelling at the screen that the Bengals need a running game to help take pressure off of Andy Dalton or whoever they throw back there to, to try to get something going in the air game? And now, like, that's been since before Gio Bernard grew his terrible porn stash. That's how long I've been wanting the Bengals to have a decent running game. And here Especially we are. Since they- Corey Dillon. <laughs> they finally have uh, – they went the opposite way. They've got such a great air attack that it opens up the run game. When you've got that wide receiver core and you've got somebody like Burrow slinging the rock like he's doing, it spreads out that defense so much. Mixon has all the room in the world. He's been absolutely unreal this season. Uh, and because of that, because they spread out the defense like they do, Mixon is just going to keep getting better and better, especially when you look at the schedule down the line. Like – Who's going to stop this guy? Uh, I, fe- I feel like they're just going to feed it to Mixon constantly coming up here, uh, and, and Mixon is definitely going to make it into that top ten. Yeah, um, who's going to stop him is a uh, thing called calcium and your bones. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, Caleb, let's go to you, bro. I mean, listen, I, I, just, I really set you up here because I just want to see you. See, uh, see how you go to work this. All right. Derrick Henry as a chump. Yeah, you talk about getting done dirty. Um, <laughs> this is going to be good. <laughs> Brett breaks a leg. I, I don't I don't know. He, he, would, he would probably still be at least an RB2 on half a leg. But um, I, I'm going to say, you know, what we saw in the first game of the year, the team when the team didn't use the play action, when he was just, you know, everyone was keyed in on the run because they, they weren't – operating the offense like they should. And I think the only reason they could end up going away from that, I mean, I don't think they would, but the only reason that they that could happen is if the receivers can't stay healthy, which we've seen that from Julio and A.J. Brown already this season. So if the, those two main guys can't stay healthy and they're having to just focus on the run after run after run, defenses would, I, I know he's a big guy, but they'd eventually have to start keying in on that. Yeah, indeed. And, you know, again, we talked about it on the show, and I, I actually, that's why I made Tannehill, um, you know, a little higher last week. It's the ebbs and flow of the league, you know, how it goes. I mean, somebody's hot for a while. Obviously, it's, it's going to cool down a little bit. It's a law of averages. If you waited tables, you know how it is. You go, you sometimes you have good night. You go out there performing, you're going to have ebbs and flows. Everyone's kind of, you know, their NFL players are all kind of at the same level at this point. So, Greg, who you got for round two? This is tough. It's tough. But Caleb started off shaky. Then he made a valid argument at the end. So it was it was 
I didn't know where he was going, but I'm with him on this because I can see the Titans, you know, with as Julio gets healthy, as AJ Brown gets healthy, and it's a long season. Derrick Henry may want they may want to rest him a little bit. So I'm going with Caleb. On All right, Caleb. Pulling it up, tying it up. It's one to one. So let's go on to receivers. All right, Cooper Cup doing his thing, boy. It's not even close. Being he is really nasty this year at number one. Um, we got Tyree Kill at number two. Uh, Jamar Chase, number three. Again, I'm patting myself on the back one more time. I told you, top 10 he would be before the end of the season. Mike, I, I, you ain't heard me, but I've been preaching about Jamar for a while. Um, number four, Devonta Adams. Um, number five, Debo Samuel. Number six, Malcolm Hollywood Brown. Seven's Mike Evans. Eight, DK Metcalf. Nine, DJ Moore. And 10, bringing up the rear, is Mike Williams. Caleb, we'll stick it with you. DJ Moore, give me the case for a chump. Mm. I think I love DJ Moore, but I think this might be the easiest one so far because it's been happening the past three weeks. He's been under 13 full PPR points the past three weeks, and the way that happens is, one, if they can't get McCaffrey back and get this offense moving, to take pressure off of Sam Darnold, who's already, I mean, I say take pressure off of him. He's already just not playing well. And so if they can't get any sort of run game going and they're just having to pass, pass, pass the ball, I don't think Darnold can handle it. So, I mean, if things don't improve and McCaffrey doesn't come back, I think it's a very real possibility. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I did kind of set you up, and then I kind of laid this one up because you're right. There, that's the downward trend right now for them. So, um, you know, we'll see what goes on with that offense. Even the defense is kind of taking a downturn. So, um, you know, again, the ebbs and flows of the league. We'll see what happens. Mike, all right, bro. Here it is. Here's this softball. I, I you know, my daughter plays softball. I I found one in the garage, and I I made it just for you, Jamar Chase. Give me the case for a champ. You all home, all homer picks, Jason. Hey, that makes it fun. That makes it. That brings out the passion. That's what I, I like. appreciate. The homer pick as a homer myself. I love the homer. Thank you for this one. This, uh, this is the easiest champ case. You, you gave, you gave Caleb an easy chump case. Here's an easy champ case. Listen, I was one of those Bengals fans that was ready to drive downtown, find Mike Brown, and kick him in his old wrinkly junk for passing up on Penne and taking Chase in the draft. Like, I was furious about it. I have never been happier that I was wrong in my life. This kid is off to the best start of any wide receiver ever. He's got built-in chemistry with Burrow. He's fast. He figured out how to catch the ball with stripes. He just put up 200-plus yards on Marlon Humphrey. Like, he's not going to see a defensive back like that again until they play the Ravens later on in the season. Like, This dude, the only way he fails is if Marty goes back to 1955, gets this sports almanac off of the Biff, and this weird timeline where Cincinnati sports is actually relevant falls apart. That's the only way he loses it. Mike, why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? I mean, great, Scott. I can't believe that one. That was a great one, Nick. I'm gonna, I'm, but I'm gonna leave it to you, Nick. I think, I think we already know who got that round with the Marty McFly. But I'm gonna get, leave it up to you. Who do you think won that round? You know, um, to to uh, paraphrase my one of, one of my favorite movie characters, you were you were you were very plucky. You were. You're plucky with the with the pop culture reference. Yes, I'm talking about Iron, uh, Iron Man to the Spider Man. Mike, even though I I hate your shirt, uh, I still gotta go with you because you came up with a very provocative argument, and I'm going with you. 
Yeah, man. Listen, anyone who's pulling out the Back to the Future references and just laying it out, bro, that's that's money all day. I, you got me on that one. All right, let's go on. We're going on to it's two to one right now. So this is it, Kayla. I mean, the, the pressure's on now. All right, here we go. We're going to tight ends. All right, we're going to go. Number one, obviously, Travis Kelsey. I mean, it's he, what else can you say? It's Travis Kelsey. Mark Andrews at number two. Again, this is somebody we hyped up during the season, you know, with Lamar not having a lot of weapons as receivers. Obviously, Andrews is going to be a big play if he stays healthy. Gusecki, I did tell you about him. Y'all laugh, but there he is at number three. I'm not going to say nothing else because my Dolphins suck, but there he is at number three. Number four, TJ Hawkinson. Five, Dalton Schultz. Six, Noah Fant. Seven, Kyle Pitts. Uh, Darren Waller at number eight. Number nine, Dawson Knox. Again, he was coming off that bye, too, so looking great. Number 10, Hunter Henry. And the injury to John New Smith, by the way, so that can elevate Hunter Henry a bit uh, coming up. All right, we're going to stick with you, uh, Mike. Kyle Pitts, give me a champ case for Kyle Pitts. Uh, I think Pitts is in, like, the best situation because his team is complete dog crap. Like, everybody thinks Matt Ryan's washed. I don't think Matt Ryan's washed yet, but I think he is washing. He's he's on the borderline of being completely washed. And it seems like the only person that Matty Ice can hit is Pitts. His production has gone up every single week this year. Uh, with Ridley coming off the, the injury, he didn't look too hot this past week. So it feels like Pitts is the only one. Like, Pitts is one of those dudes that is lucky he got put on this crappy team. Because if he was on a good team with more weapons, he wouldn't be this successful. So because of the fact that he's playing in Atlanta, where everybody's terrible, and Matt Ryan is almost washed, he is going to continue to be a champ. <laughs> all right. I, hey, I all agreement right there. I feel you on that. It's a good case indeed. All right. So this, I feel like is kind of like, it's not really a softball, but I just kind of want to, I want to see you're, you're on my show. I want to see how much you can disrespect my dolphins right now. Mike Isecki, give me the case for him as a chump. Caleb. <laughs> I think you could make a pretty easy case that part of his emergence right now is a lack of other pass catchers. There's no, it's him and it's Jalen Waddle, and that's it. Uh, and Miles Gaskin's starting to get worked in a little bit more. Devontae Parker and Will Fuller should be back, it's looking like, fairly soon. So, I mean, I, at the beginning of this season, you were picking Miles or Mike Gesicki up off of waivers. People were dropping him at the beginning of the season. So, I don't think it's even nearly out of the realm of possibility that once Will Fuller and Devontae Parker get in and they start getting into the mix – that those, I mean, Will Fuller, when he's on the field, he can't stay on the field, but when he's on the field, he's an elite wide receiver who will demand targets. And I think once he is on the field, a lot of those targets will start going his way. All right, Caleb, killing killing me with kindness. All right, I see I see you. I see you. All right, I like that. All right, Greg. Greg, what's your day? What's your day for this round? This is tough. This is another tough one. But Caleb came with the, with the logistics. There's no Devontae Parker. There's no Will Fuller. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. And only pass catches are Waddle and Gusecki. So I'm going to give it to Caleb. He made sense. He made logical sense because it made me pick up Jake Waddle off the waiver wire because, hey, there was no Devontae Parker. So, just indeed. Listen, I'm not trying to argue, but I feel like there's some logical sense with Matty Ryan not quite being uh, washed, but almost washed. But it's cool. It's cool. Listen, it's fine. I'm going to go under protest for that round. That's like three years removed from the Super Bowl. So, you know, yeah. Mike, if you you haven't picked it up up yet, there's just, it always comes, happens to come down to the last round. So, if you haven't haven't picked up on that yet. (laughs) Wow. All right. We're into, speaking of that, it's all tied up so we're going to our final round unbelievable wow how does this always seem to happen all right we'll talk about the defenses bills at number one and it's not even close so that's a great great pickup and they they came off a bye week so they're already they're only up a point my bad i thought it was a lot more than that but anyway um they did come off a bye week so just consider that cardinals at number two bucks at number three colts at number four Cowboys at number five, Saints at six, Patriots at seven, Rams at eight, Broncos nine, Bears at 10, and I've put a little special stuff on the end here, 13, the Titans, 15 Bengals. All right, so your hometown guys or the the teams that you pull for, Caleb, we'll go with you, so we'll start with you. Titans as a champ, they're going to finish in the top 10 this year. All right, so my argument for the Titans is exactly the opposite of my argument against Derrick Henry. And the way that they are a solid fantasy defense is they keep that defense off of the field. They run the ball with Derrick Henry, and they keep the ball out of the the opposing offense's hands for as long as they possibly can. If the other offense doesn't have the ball, they can't put up those yards and those points to, you know, for, for fantasy purposes— to take away points from the defense. On top of that, when in the few possessions, the more they can limit them, they've got to get after the quarterback, which they've been doing lately. Right now they're tied for the fourth most forced fumbles in the NFL. And over the past uh, three games, they have the seventh most sacks. Or no, sorry. Yeah, the seventh most sacks over the past three games. So I think they keep the other offense off the field and they just get after the quarterback. Yeah, and again, as the weather changes, Derrick Henry becomes much more powerful, and so will that defense. So, yeah, definitely uh, something to watch out for. All right, Mike, Bengals, man. Hey, this ain't your granddaddy's Bengals uh, now. I tell you, they're playing some defense, too. I, this is a, this is almost another layup. They're playing pretty nice. Give me the case, oh, though, Bengals, as a champ. Oh, you, you aren't lying. This is not your dad. Like I, it, if you would have told me uh, a few weeks ago that I'd be talking about the Bengals being one of the best in the league, I'd be like, "You're high as hell." There is absolutely no way. It seems like just yesterday, Vontez Perfect and Pat Van Jones were combining for 30 yards and penalties that give the Steelers a, a win in the playoffs and just break everybody's heart in Cincinnati. But this defense is like they're sneaky good. Like they're they're actually a really good defense. Uh, they're in the right spots. 
The scheme is solid. Uh, and they're most importantly, they believe that they're good. Like if you talk to, if you read anything after that Ravens game, they held Lamar Jackson to under 20 points for just the fourth time in his career. And they all were like, this scheme was great. We did what we needed to do. We, we accomplished our goal. It's like, this team believes they're good. That's a, freaky thing for a Cincinnati fan to see a defense that believes that they're good and looking at the schedule the back half of the schedule seemed like it was going to be really brutal at the beginning of the year it's not as brutal anymore the AFC North isn't that great especially if Cleveland stays hurt the Bengals have a real good shot to be one of those top defenses yeah wow I mean uh you, you pretty much said it all there I mean the Cincinnati like I said Cincinnati Bengals have been legit Titans been legit too though again Two good defenses, two good arguments, two good guys, two great shows. I don't know what to do here. So what I did, you know, I just kind of was sitting here. I was looking back and forth. And only because Caleb looked like he's in grandma's kitchen, I'm going to give this one to Mike. So Caleb, for just right now. Hey, man, just want to let you know that sometimes you got to shut the fuck up. And this current time is just one of those times you got to shut the fuck up. I don't think you're a bad person. I just don't want to hear you talking anymore. You got to shut the fuck up. That's fair. I, I knew when I saw the brewery in the background that I was not, not going to win this from the get-go. I knew in it. Trouble. You were already in trouble when we started. Um, all right. And one one last quick thing before we, before we go out. I got it. We got to do it. Do it to all our guests. You do get the Dumbass of the Week Award. So we got to do it for you. Jason, that's hey. not how you treat guests, bro. Hey, hey, that's not hey. bro. This is the fun. This is the fun part of the night for sure. All right, before we head out, real quick, yes, Nick, you got something? I got to I got to hey, yeah, get, hey. get the winner is due here. I know. Hey, Mike, um, I I did rag on you. You do you do look like a pretty good guy, but I'm telling you what, I'm sorry. I'm I'm a Steelers fan, and you once a bunghole. Always a bunghole from Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. There's that skyline chili that you described. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. Let me tell you something real quick, Mike. Just a little personal thing. Nick likes both the Steelers and the Eagles, so he's like he's a he's like he goes back and forth with the wind. Whoever is up, so you represent the Bengals, bro. Got way more respect for your NFL pride. Bro. Is that he you also know, likes the Eagles exactly. too? Because he Mike, married into it for the Browns and the Bengals, like it. it doesn't yeah, right. that's not that's not right right that's all right fair enough all right listen mike's our winner tonight real quick mike this is your time sir you big plug in the night give yourself the self your self-promotion of the night let everyone know where we can find you yeah thanks again guys for having me on this was super fun this was awesome uh hit us up at crafty sports on twitter and instagram you can follow us on facebook uh l- subscribe on youtube that we go live every wednesday night 8 p.m we've done like 200 plus shows uh they're all up on youtube uh we're sitting on a streak of like 75 or 80 in a row without a week off so subscribe we're always there it's always a good time pop a brew come hang out with us nice all right let's get it popping i like that all right now caleb we're gonna dab- disrespectful all right get, tell our listeners also you're gonna get your time as well let everyone know where they can find you as well my brother you can find me at the ff brew review that's review spelled r-e-v-u-e um we re- review a beer or a coffee at the beginning of every show and then we have a little 
old time radio show. Uh, like to have a little bit of fun and, uh, you know, theme it up a little bit. Nice. Yeah. We like, I listen, if anyone, we love themes. I mean, anybody, especially, like I said, Mike, I'm still, I'm still flabbergasted with the, with the 19, with the back to the future eighties reference. You got me there, bro. I'm all in. I'm all in now. I'm ready for Wednesday. All right, guys, again, we appreciate you all. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We come back. We're going to talk about the shit we got wrong. All right. We'll be right back. Thank you guys very much again. Hope you guys can come back and see us. We appreciate it. Cheers, fellas. Thanks. Thanks. Justin from TSS Fantasy. As you know, I am a jokester. But one of the things I'm serious about is the health of my car. When my car is not working properly, I take it to the auto clinic in St. Cloud, Florida. Anytime my brakes or AC needs to be repaired or I just need general maintenance, I take it directly to the auto clinic where they take care of all my auto needs. They are a complete auto repair shop. If you need repairs done to your vehicle, the auto clinic is the place. It can be found at 1524 13th Street, St. Cloud, Florida, 34769. And you can call them at 407-892-8104 to schedule an appointment. You can trust the folks at Auto Clinic that you can trust I'm about to have another snack break. All right, that was a fun time indeed. And next week, we're going to have the Sports Stovetop uh, podcast. I think I'm saying that correctly. Um, against the Intercept Your Lunch podcast. So a showdown of epic proportions. Also, I was on the um, Intercept Your Lunch. That episode will be out tomorrow. We preview three um, football games, and I give my fantasy perspective on those as well. So be sure to check that out. All right, let's talk about the things we did wrong. Oh, you're so dumb. Baby, you're so dumb. I can tell right now, you ain't no good for me. When I think. Yeah, I like that. I don't know where that song's from, but I really like that. I'm going to find that song. I'm trying to get off too early, man. You can't get off too early, man. All right, let's go. We're going to go talk about our stardom and sit-ums. So, Really pretty good on our stardoms. Um, let's well, since you guys are in studio, let's focus on yours. Flanders, the Josh Jacobs can't really help that, you know, it is titty exploded or whatever happened there. Um, Calvin Ridley, though, didn't have such a great game. That was actually a surprise to me. Um, so you know, I'm not going to fault you too much on that one. Um, but that whole Matt Ryan, uh, Calvin Rid- or yeah, Calvin Ridley just didn't uh, come to play. Good call on Zach Ertz. He had that big play, so good call there. All right, let's go to the juices real quick. Gerald Everett, bro. Let's, before we, I'm going to focus on all your good stuff, but let's real quick, let's focus on yeah, why, why are you going so – I just want to just focus on that. Real, well, the, listen, the, Don't the, be segment, negative. the segment is called What We Got Wrong. So that's why I wanted to focus on what we got wrong. So Gerald Everett. All right, let's just talk about him real quick. What made you put him as a stardom last week? Because I thought Geno Smith was going to do a lot more checkdowns. That's all. And I don't think he was going to be able to get the ball out to DK. Prove me wrong. Gerald, yeah. you know, yeah. So, yeah, he, yeah, he like I said, uh, yeah, it was a funny guy. Wrong. But let's, you got a lot right. Ryan Tannehill, 19.4. Um, Damian Harris, big game uh, against your Jets, 25.3. A.J. Brown, 27.3 yeah, yeah. as well. So good calls there. 
Um, and so far on my side, um, again, I did nail the number one quarterback last week. Definitely nailed that. Cordell Patterson didn't have a, a great day. Um, neither did DJ Moore, but again, it was nothing that'd kill you. Kyle Pitts, again, he was number two tight end this week, so pretty pretty good start in there. Um, and Saints D, um, number nine, again, mm-hmm. didn't really kill you, um, but wasn't that great. Moving to our sit real quick. So <laughs> I have a little bone. I didn't get a chance because, you know, Nick's on the plane to Vegas, and, you know, I didn't get a chance to really pick bone with you, bro. Will Disley as a sit bro? Who is starting Ooh. Will Disley? Who yeah. is starting him? Like nobody in their right mind was starting Will Disley, know, and you I had know, him in your sit I know who Will Disley is. He's my English teacher from 12th grade. <laughs> well – uh, you know, it was it was by Mageddon or by Apocalypse, so uh, maybe somebody got desperate and no. had to pick Will Disley. But once, if we're gonna be talking about bones, and because it's gonna oh, it's gonna boy. be uh, talking about uh, Halloween time, uh, I have a little bone to pick with you, my friend. Uh, you said that Josh Jacobs got zero, but according to my stats, Josh Jacobs actually got a fifteen point eight. So you didn't check. Right, yeah, my bad. All right, he that's did, my he fault did. actually. He did. He did. He did. I actually <laughs> looked. I looked him up, and that's what. Um, that's I don't know. That's what it read. So maybe I was looking into this week. So for that, I'll nice. I'll give it to me. I gotta give. That's an honor mistake. That's that's not dumbass worthy. Come on. Hey, it's all hey, it's all it's all dumbass worthy. It's show entertainment. It's for yeah, entertainment yeah. purposes. It makes all people right, well. it makes the people laugh, you know. All right. Joe Mixon, um, 11.9. So, again, he – I mean, uh, you know, okay. But the Debo Samuel, obviously, definitely yeah, that was wrong. at him. Um, and Daniel Jones with his OBJ impression, um, you know, again, he, mm-hmm. he did pretty well. Let's talk about Greg Sittums. Let's listen, talk about. I listen, mean, you listen. You I, can put you can oh. put this lineup, and this is not oh, even a full really? lineup. You can put this lineup against anyone, and not even a full lineup, and they'd probably win at this. Tom Brady. You got Tom Brady, Swift, Chris Godwin. <laughs> it goes on and on. Oh my goodness, Tom Brady. Bro, listen. All right. So again, for entertainment purposes, OJ, for your sitems, bro, you got to get it. Dumbass. Dang Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, in my defense, I thought Chicago's defense was going to show up. That's all. And Antonio Brown was getting a lot more targets. And who saw DeAndre Swift going up against that strong Rams defense and getting 28? Like, come on. Agreed. Agreed. I, I, I hate, listen. You know, I hate fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's go to mine. All right. Listen. <laughs> Matt 
Jones because I thought the Jets' defense was going to do something. I just thought they were going to be really playing. What I move mean, along, move along, move Greg, along. bro, move I don't know. <laughs> that on. wasn't listen. It wasn't just by Mageddon. That was Jet Mageddon. This oh my gosh, just move disgusting. along. Move. All right, There's all right. Let's move on. Here. All right, see here. So Alex Collins, I try to tell you, even coming back off that injury in the Monday night, I was definitely going to sit him. Um, unfortunately, in my personally, I really had no choice. So five point four for him. T Higgins. Listen, we talked about him last night, and man, I I forget what Fred said, and I I apologize, don't have it in front of me, but uh, it was some ridiculous number, like seventeen targets for this guy, and he pulled out sixty-seven yards out of seventeen he targets. Was, he was six for fifteen. What, what, right there, it is fifteen. My bad. I, I just I to me, I'm just like I listen. Going forward, I just want this to be a rule. I do not want to hear T. Higgins' name again. I'm done hearing it. Everyone's always boosting this guy. He does nothing. This, this is PPR right here, 13.2. Out of that many targets, bro, that's ridiculous. All right, I did get it wrong with Robert Tunyon. He did show up finally, 16.3, and I nailed the Dolphins' defense uh, so definitely a good sit in there. Let's go up to our ultimate teams. And finally, Greg is not at the bottom this week. He is actually number two. Hey, hey. And uh, Mr. Flanders, hey. you came in at number three. I know I gave you a little tease earlier. It was actually the Jester, yeah. um, and it wasn't close, actually. He really came out the bottom between us. So wow. um, not a good day. But hey. again, this is three weeks in a row, fellas, that I have won good picks, though, for the team cool, challenge. Cool. Yes, both, sir. We both would have had more points if Waller didn't stepped on his teammate's damn foot. Agree. Agree. Well, we would still be one and two, nonetheless. So yeah. it still would have worked out either way. Uh, but I just want to point out again, in case no one heard me, the commish has won every one of these so far. So, fellas, step up, bro. It's time to step up a little bit. Tighten hey, up. going to hear this for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have a comeback for that. Uh, yeah, what's your comeback, Nick? Go ahead. You're, you're two and five in our personal league. So, oh, uh, we don't yeah, discuss cool. that on this show. <laughs> but I'm team. No one cares. All right. All right, let's go on. Let's talk about Monday Night Football last night. And for fantasy purposes, it wasn't much to talk about, to oh be gosh. quite frank with you. Um, you know, we t- I talked about the weather on Sunday, but it really was didn't really seem to matter. I mean, Geno Smith just looks like Geno Smith, quite frankly. Um, you know, again, we talked about it when it happened. DK Metcalf was going to see the, the increase and Tyler Lockett was going to see the decrease. And it's happened in a major way, unfortunately, for Tyler Lockett owners. Um, I know, in fact, I during my job, you know, I walk around the hospital, talk to people, and uh, one of the people I was talking to said, hey, I, I need Tyler Lockett to win my fantasy game tonight. And I felt bad. <laughs> I, could see the, I could see the look on her face when I was like, well, and I'm going into my fantasy analysis like you're not going to win because, you know, he's not, you know, da-da-da. And I could tell how mad she – but then I texted her today. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I told you. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so – and again, Jameis Winston, I thought he was – after the bye was going to come out and have a good game, but it happened to be one of those down Jameson games. So, unfortunately, he didn't really – but Kamara finally showed up. You know, we did see them finally dumping off to Kamara – so for Kamara owners, that's big news, hopefully, uh, going forward anyway. Um, Nick, your thoughts on uh, last night's game? Yeah, it was 
It was a snore of the week. It was it was literally the NFL snore of the week. Uh, something interesting here. On New Orleans receiving stat line, okay, Alvin Kamara, 10 receptions for 128 yards. You know, you know who number two was? Who's that? Adam Troutman, three receptions for 36. Hmm. Uh, so, so that tells you who's getting the ball. So uh, it was just a sloppy night, too. Uh, it was it was rainy. And then, of course, the Sunday night game, that was sloppy as well. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there was really, honestly, there was really nothing to talk about. Uh, DK Metcalf for 96 yards, and one of those receptions was, was for 84. So there was nothing to talk about, really. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, that was the, you know, all these um, night games, and it still was, it still came out to the end, but it all these night games have been so great. Unfortunately, that one kind of fell fell a little low uh, below the course anyway. Excuse me. Terrible. You can't even speak it, whatever it is. Anyway, Greg, what's your thoughts on it? It was such a snooze fest that I fell asleep. It was that freaking done. <laughs> like, seriously, I could not stay awake. This game was like, after the DK Metcalf touchdown, and then quarter after quarter and, you know, drive after drive where it was nothing going on. And Geno Smith, as a Jets fan, <laughs> we're not excited, excited to see Geno Smith. I don't care if it's Monday night, Sunday night, Thursday night. We're not watching Geno. So, no, it was it was absolutely this is not this is not the type of game the NFL wants on Monday night. This yeah, definitely, definitely not. And is it me? Well, I think this was like if if you saw, I think the NFL was going through its Russell Wilson highlight because I think uh, Seattle was on a on a big game last week too. So there's, I think it was that thinking in the schedule maker's mind. But here it's Geno Smith. Okay. Let me ask. Can they flex games now? That's later. I, on they, I, you know, I don't think it's that. I think it's after week eight. I think they start that. But like, can I ask this too? Does Geno Smith look like he just woke up? Every time I see him, he just feel like he just woke out of bed. Is that I'm me? Gonna you, or? I'm, I'm gonna tell you a joke because I thought that was his cool demeanor when he was on the Jets. I was like, oh man, this kid doesn't sweat. No, no, he just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> He just looked like he just woke up. Like, like leave me alone. I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, this kid is cool, man. He doesn't sweat under pressure. He's 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 like, you know, he's kind of Brady. Like, he doesn't, you know, no pressure. Nah, no. <laughs> he don't. He don't got no pressure because he knows he ain't gonna do well. He's he just sure. like, I ain't worried about it. Ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, we got some news to talk about real quick, and it happens to kind of coincide with uh, this week's Thursday night football game. So let's talk about that game a little bit. Um, and don't forget, again, check out our rankings are out right now. You can go to tssfantasy.com. They're up there early. I even took out Lazard real quick. So that's what we're going to talk about with Devonta Adams news that he's out with COVID. They're still talking about if he has a couple of uh, negative tests, there's a possibility that he could play. It doesn't look likely, though. So no Devonta Adams. And definitely no Alan Lazard because he came up now. So that's not going to happen. You can definitely t- rule him out. So, again, you know, we talked about Randall Cobb before, getting over there. I mean, hello, this is heading on up. And a lot of these other guys. So, I'm going to just shut up, and I'm going to let you guys do the analysis. Greg, we'll start with you on this one. Um, Thoughts on that? If it's no Lazard, no Devontae Adams, do you sit Aaron Rodgers? Is Aaron Rodgers your number number one QB? Are you sitting Aaron Rodgers? Think about it. Who is he going to throw the ball to? Tunyon? I mean, Tunyon may get some kick up on, on targets. But this is this is tough, bro. Do you roll out Aaron Rodgers or you pick something up off the waiver wire like Kirk Cousins or Bridgewater or even a Daniel Jones against a weak Kansas City defense? Just saying. Oof. The Daniel – I'm going to say that Daniel Jones 
might make me really have anxiety because I know those owners where you're like, do I make that move? Do I am I crazy? And you know, do you really believe with no weapons that Aaron? I'll say Aaron Rodgers probably have a 17, 18 type point game, but Daniel Jones with running and now catching the football. Hmm, just I think know. you still start Aaron Rodgers just due to the fact. No, I'm just going to say due to the fact of who they're playing because he, they have to, they're going to have to catch up. They're going to have to stay with him. That's just my thought. Nick, your thoughts on, uh, on the, on the impact of that. Yeah. Uh, I, this is, this is Reggie Cobb day. I mean, you know, uh, he's, this is why he was brought in. And then, of course, you're going to get the garbage time with, with Tunyon. And then uh, do, they, do they still have um, uh, St. Brown on the team? Aquamina St. Brown? So, <laughs> as good again, as <laughs> we, are, we are digging in that You're barrel. Digging. We are digging in that, in that barrel. Um, there's a receiver out there, and I'm forgetting his name. Um, not – it's it, it's escaping me. Uh, I know he's on the team. Okay. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, yeah, you have to start him because I don't know if there's any really good quarterbacks out there left to stream. Maybe you want to try and stream Jameis if he's available because he's playing against Tampa, and and you can throw all day on on Tampa. Uh, other than that, I don't, you're definitely not going to stream Justin Fields against San Francisco because um, Justin Fields hasn't hasn't been proven that he's worth streaming for anybody. Uh, maybe a Goff against Philly, but I I still go with Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't you you got to roll him out there. And if Kirk Cousins is still out there, um, I don't know why because he puts up 280 yards a game at least. Yeah, but you know he's again that guy. He's just like we we talk. We keep talking about it. It's that guy that just constantly is disrespected, and we just yeah. we can't figure it out. Like they just don't want to. You know, you don't want to stick with him all season because you see. You know, okay. So again, I made this comparison the other day with Tua. It's kind of the same thing with Kurt. As I'm listening to it, he's the the girl in high school that you know you were with. She's cute and she tries really hard and and she really likes you, you know. So you, you know, you want to stick with her, but all around you, there's the homecoming queens, and you know that they want want you. So you're looking, you know what I mean, elsewhere because uh-huh. they're the sexier options. But you got you got what you all you need right here. Why are you looking everywhere else? So it's kind of the same comparison with Kirk Cousins. If you just let him go all season, you know, he's going to do work for your fantasy team. So um, listen, that game in general, this is going to be one of the best games. of the, This was set to be, I'm sorry, one of the best games of the year. It just kind of stinks that now we're kind of downplaying, like you said, with no uh, Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard. They're kind of coming in not fully cocked, so to speak. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Um, how, as you mentioned, how Aaron Rodgers, who he goes to, Aaron Jones, does he get a lot of dump off passes? Now, is he, are they, do they come in running the ball? I mean, that could be some. Him and AJ Dillon, they could come in with the Cleveland Brown type set, although I don't think they have the line to do something like that. Um, but it could be interesting to see they have plenty of options anyway. Um, on the Cardinal side as well, Kyler Murray, obviously, gonna, I mean, it's Kyler Murray, Hopkins. Christian Kirk is starting to be a consistent starter, somebody you can plug in. I mean, he he does work every week. I think he's really establishing himself as that number two. I know AJ Brown and Ronda Moore, um, they, they you know they still have their games, but I think Christian Kirk's really the guy um, going forward. 
and your stardom at tight end, Nick, um, Zach Ertz. Um, so we'll expect some things out of that. Talk about the Cardinals real quick before we head out. Um, what are your expectations in that game for them, Nick? We'll start with you. Yeah, I th- I think they're going to throw heavy to Ertz. Uh, he he's their, he's their new toy. We don't know, uh, again, who their really number two is. Uh, A.J. Green may step up uh, this week. And uh, I will leave some meat on the bone for uh, Greg, but um, Edmonds might have a, a nice one. There you go. There, there <laughs> he you had go, to man. throw that in there. He's like, <laughs> I, <laughs> left, I left you Connor. I he's, left you he's at, he's at that boxer falling down. He's had to throw that last little. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I was, I was going to say the Cardinals, I feel they're going to run the ball more. They've been running the ball more with this offense. So I, I can see Chase Edmonds having a big game and, you know, Connor stealing some touchdowns, some votes and some touchdowns from Edmonds. But I can see him having a big game this week. Th- thank you, Nick, for leaving me just a smidget of meat on the bone. Um, <laughs> D-Hop is going to be D-Hop. It's gonna, you know, that that's not really, you know, we know you're going to roll out with D-Hop regardless. He's the number one receiver. But I like Kirk. But I like the Moore kid, man. I like Ronald Moore. I really like what they do with him. They put him all over the damn field. So I really like him. But I think they're going to run the ball more than they usually do. Look at that nugget you found with, with uh, Rondell Moore. I told you I left some meat on the bone. Hey, hey. You had to find it. Yeah. <laughs> I had to dig through. I had to find a little bit of meat that was left. Just a little bit. Hey, that's what we're here for. Eat the whole turkey. Let's let me a little bit. (laughs) That's what we're here for. We're the fantasy show of the people. We'll clean up the leftovers if you need us. All right. So, don't forget, guys, check us out on Friday at 930. Um, That'll be our Ready, Set, Week 8 episode. Um, So, all of our good breakdowns for Sunday's action. And, again, on Sunday, we are now getting a Belly Up Sports Sunday lineup set up. Um, and we'll be obviously kicking that off. So I don't know. you can definitely, if you're up early, we are here for you and you can start your day off with us. Don't forget. And again, Unhinged Radio, again, 8 to 9 a.m. Make us part of your morning, morning commute. We're the fantasy show, the people, and we are out. You said we were quitting that. <laughs> oh, true. My bad. Bad delay. All right. I like it, though. I still like it, though. Let's go. We're on a mission on a mission guy. We're on a mission on a mission guy. We're on a mission on a mission guy. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.